invite Scott and Mary Ellen Plus up for a tradition that we have here at BCBC. The Sunday closest to Valentine's Day, we pull up one of our younger couples and make them sit in the love seat. And uh, so Scott and Marilyn, that's you today. So glad you're up here. And now I get to ask you any question I've ever wanted to ask, right? Right. So we'll start with the easy ones. Um, first of all, uh, it, it is Valentine's Day. Did you guys do anything fun for Valentine's Day? Yes, we watched all the grandkids while... Okay. Our kids went out and had a wonderful dinner somewhere. All right. That's another pinnacle of the romance there. Too, the, so. Yeah, great. Yeah. But prior to, that, prior to that, we did take a romantic week and spend it in That's right. Waco, Texas. Um, my wife Last was week. just so excited about spending time with uh, Chip, Chip and, and Joanne at Magnolia. So okay. All it, was, right. it was a nice week. Yeah. He, he actually enjoyed it. Okay. He really All right. Did. He, he, he really can't, did. He, I don't think he's allowed to publicly admit that, but you could say <laughs> it for him. That. Okay. All right. So, all right. Well, let, let's just hear a little bit about your story. Um, so, your whole storyline is in Berrien Springs, right? I mean, your whole lives have been basically here. Right. Um, so, how did you meet, and who fell in love with who first? Okay. Well, I'm trying to say it differently than I did first service, but. Um, my mother introduced us. He was on the staff bowling league at the schools, and so was she. I was student teaching at the time, but anyway, she came home and said there was this really nice boy that I had to meet. Guy, not a boy, I guess. Okay, what, whatever. Anyway, he was really, really nice, and and could she give him the phone number? And I said yes. So it was a blind date, actually, and uh, I did say this in the first service, but the bar wasn't set really high. It was my mother that was fixing me up, and I was a little nervous about that. But when I opened the door, I actually was very pleasantly surprised. I thought, this, this could work, yeah. So, and you said that you were surprised and yeah, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, <laughs> I was very pleasantly surprised. That was love at first sight. Yeah. March 10th. Yeah. All right. Well, that's great. So, Scott, um, I heard that you proposed and got married all within five months of your first blind date there. Can you tell us how you proposed and how you decided she was the one? Yeah, well, becoming the, the one that was selected, I guess I was hand pe- I mean, handpicked <laughs> to, to be um, the one. And... Um, so I was on the teaching staff, so was she. She was student teaching at the time. Uh, we, um, I lived in an apartment in town. She was still living at home. I invited her over for dinner a few months, a couple months into our um, dating time and uh, fixed a dinner. <laughs> what a trick. Um, but I also included a blueberry pie, which was my favorite. And so... Uh, after dinner, listening to music, watching television a little bit, um, I asked her if she would spend the rest of her life with me. I'm not, not sure that she understood exactly what that meant, but it was a marriage proposal. Uh, so she explained it later in the evening. <laughs> I wasn't, wasn't quite sure. That was the so, 70s, so I yeah. wasn't quite sure. That's great. And, you know, Scott, that, like... It seems like the classic guy move to make your own favorite food to impress her. <laughs> right. So well done on that. Yeah. yeah. True. <laughs> so 
Okay, so then um, how long ago were you married? When, when are we talking about here? It was 47 years ago. Wow. Yep. All right. Yep. Praise the Lord for that. Yeah. And, and what's your anniversary date? August 12th. August right. 12th. Yeah. Okay. Five months and two days after we met. Yeah. Wow. Mm. That's, that's amazing. Okay, so um, since then, you know, maybe you could tell us a little bit, what was your young married life like um, in Berrien Springs? Uh, what, 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 were, what were your jobs? What, what kind of occupied your time? Well, we were both teaching initially, and then three years later we had Amber, so then I was able to stay home for 10, 12 years with the kids. But he was teaching and coaching every sport that came down the pike, and so he was busy till 9 at night. So my parents were born and raised in Berrien. I was born and raised in Berrien. Our kids were born and raised in Berrien. So I had a lot of high school friends, a lot of friends. So he sort of did his thing, and I sort of did my thing. Unfortunately, we look back now. But yeah, we did enough things together. Enough, enough things together to be a family. But it was, you know, we... We were a young married couple, um, had children, and we're just kind of going about life the way young married couples did. Um, some of that was good communication. Some of it wasn't so good. It was just a busy, busy time for us. You know, you mentioned as you were telling me your story that during that time and sort of the years that followed, it wasn't all easy. You had some relationship challenges. Do you want to tell us a little bit about that time? Yeah, as I was mentioning, communication is a, is a key, and I think... There were some breakdowns in our communication, and we just weren't always on the same page, and we felt like we needed a little bit of guidance outside of just talking with one another. Um, and so we began to seek some counseling, and Christian counseling is by far and away the best source for that. Um, so we did, and uh, we got some help in uh, establishing a better relationship for the two of us. But like many times, it didn't take completely. So we had to go back for a repeat course uh, sometime later, and it kept getting better and better, and finally to the point where um, we feel really comfortable about the things that we've learned about each other, learned about what married life really is, and the key to relationship. If you were, if you were looking at younger couples today, uh, maybe who would be asking, how do, you, how do you stay in love for 47 years? And uh, how, do you, how do you navigate some of those difficulties? What are some of the points of advice you might give? Well, we found common bonds. Um, we didn't really have joint hobbies, per se, but uh, we both kind of like, we lived in an old house, so we thought antiques would probably be a good thing to do. So we began to do a little antiquing and spend a little bit of time that way. Um, we also spent more and more time together uh, planning vacations and being able to take our kids on vacations, and in recent years, just vacationing ourselves. Um, but I think one of the key things for us has probably been uh, the importance of communication that kind of came about after uh, our summit just a couple months back. You know, we'd, we'd been told and, and it was recommended that we spend some time praying together. You know, we'd always uh, had our quiet time and personal time alone, but never really took to heart praying together at night. And so we've done that since the summit. And it's really been critical for us because it's gotten us more on the same page, 
We have more. Of, we know what's happening in each other's lives, and we have common objectives and goals. That's great. How about you, Mary Ellen? How, what would you maybe say to some of the young women in the group today? Well, I was almost an afterthought, and it was just so important. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned it. Um, probably a couple months ago, it was even before the summit, I read a book that, and I have to stop trying to say, oh, golly, I wish I would have had it 47 years ago, so I didn't. But um, it is probably the best book I've ever read, and I, I can't say enough about it. Maybe it's just where I was or where I am right now, but um, I liked it so much, I don't know, I've read it at least twice, and I leaf through it all the time, but I, I bought a copy for both of our kids, and I'm not going to say it was exactly the guilt card I played with them, <laughs> but I, I gave it to them, and I said, you know, I don't ask for much, but I really, really want you to read this book, and I want your spouse to read this book, and they all agreed that they would, um, and one has read it, and the other one is in the process of reading it, but it, it's a book that whether you're a Christian couple or a non-Christian couple, um, young marrieds, or even I'm getting a lot out of it now that I can do with my grandkids. But it's um, the, the most important place on earth. And it's just, it's been a fabulous book. It's great. Yeah. Okay, so just to, just for clarity, because you gave that amazing build-up here, now we all have to read that book. <laughs> um, the Most Important Place on Earth, that's by Robert Walgamuth. Yeah. And, uh, and, and the most important place on earth being the home, your home, the right. home. And it, it's just, it's so humorous and it's a, a good read. It's a fast read, but, um, yeah, I have to stop trying That's to think great. that I wish I had it 47 years ago <laughs> right. when we were raising the kids because it's, mm. it was really a, it's really a good book. Well, you know, one of the things that we as a church family want to just let you know is that, um, if you... If you run into seasons in your life, and probably inevitably all of us do, where you could use that extra counsel from the outside or somebody to walk through some challenges with you, that's, that's what this whole church family thing is all about. And, uh, and so if, if you are in one of those seasons that Scott and Mary Ellen used to be in, and you say, we, we really could use somebody just to give us some guidance or some help or encouragement. I mean, there's a spectrum of things that are available. You could do everything from go out to eat with Scott and Mary Ellen and just, just be encouraged yeah. by them uh, or others like them um, or all the Invite way up us. to, um, you know, <laughs> that's right. Um, or or our, our pastoral staff offers counseling and help for uh, people who are walking through challenges. And so just know that you're not alone. And if you're struggling, and ev- everybody else in the room knows what that feels like at different levels. All of us have had struggles sometimes in different ways, um, but we all know what it means to feel a little bit alone or inadequate or just needing needing a hand. And that's, uh, that's a big part of what a church family is all about. And so we want to offer that to you at the same time as be encouraged by your story, uh, just to know that, uh, that there, there are a lot of people here who would root for you, who would serve you, who would help you, um, and you just have to take that first step that Scott took, and that is kind of being willing to get honest and say, I think we need, I think we need to talk to somebody. We need some help. Um, so uh, on that note, Scott, I wonder if I could ask you just to pray over the families of our church and uh, what God's doing in, in and among all, all of our households. Our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for the church and the preaching that goes on here. Uh, we thank you for this family, uh, whether the family is uh, actual membership or just attending 
whether you're married or not. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to intervene in the families, uh, the lives of people to uh, offer encouragement uh, and show your blessings to, to each of them. And we ask these things in your name. Amen.